Welcome to Nutrition Mission with Ansco Foods. My name is Megan Compain and I am your host for season two, Beef, Lamb and Basketball, where we will be bringing you nutrition and good health from New Zealand's finest beef and lamb. Today, we're talking to Jordan Hamlin, Tokamanawa Queen's team strength and conditioning coach about his role with the team, enhancing the performance of the players to be the best they can be. Jordan specializes in plyometrics and hypertrophy training. We'll get into a little bit of that later. Be sure to listen until the end for our buzzer beater segment where we will do a series of quick fire questions. So kia ora Jordan, welcome, great to speak to you. How have you been? Good, thank you, how are you? Oh, I'm good. Hey, tell us a bit about yourself. Um, you've been involved in basketball for many years. Yep. I actually even read that you potentially were a member of the Wanganui Wolfpack. Yep, back in the day. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Wanganui girl myself. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh. When I was growing up, and this is a long time before you were growing up, <laughs> Wanganui Wolfpack was a second division team in, you know, in a small town in New Zealand that was attracting incredible talent. Tony mm. Ronzoni, yeah. um, the Allen Boys, yeah. and um, Robert Rowan. Uh, oh, big, yeah, Big Rob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was, it, and the Friday night games used to be packed out at Springvale Stadium. Yeah. Um, but that was a long time ago. Yeah. So when did it come back, and how did I not know about this? <laughs> um, so I think it came back, it must have been around sort of that, like, early 2010s, around that sort of time. Um, and, you know, just a lot of like-minded people got together and really wanted to bring it back and just bring some life back to Wanganui basketball. Um, and then we just sort of got all the local talent together, had a few trials, and um, again, it was just something, like, a lot of the older players came back to sort of talk to us or, like, mentor us on things. And, I mean, even Big Rob suited up for a game or two, so it was awesome. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, yeah, we just started to play some other sort of, like, surrounding teams and... I'd never, I played Wanganui basketball my whole life, and I'd never been in a stadium where the whole, it was all packed yeah. out and everyone was excited, all the kids were there and they were really excited too. And it just brought a lot of good energy to the town and essentially in something that maybe had been a bit lacking before in Wanganui basketball. Yeah, I think there was a heyday of basketball, wasn't there? Yeah. In that sort of late 80s, early early 90s, the, the, the American era, the Kenny McFadden era. Yeah. Um, and the second division clubs, and I know Wanganui Wolfpack was such a, uh, yeah. it was iconic. Um, to, to then bring it back 10 years or 20 years later yeah. is, is, is amazing. Yeah, it used to be something my dad and like all his friends would talk about, and then it came back and I got yeah. a chance to play. So, again, very <laughs> grateful for that opportunity. Yeah. Uh, point guard? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, that, that's again very stereotypical. But Hi, uh, that's all right. <laughs> I'm quite short, so I get it. <laughs> so, tell us, tell us about what. Uh, inspired you to become a professional strength and conditioning coach? Um, I guess I've just been involved in basketball my whole life, sort of like all the way through school um, and just really had a passion for it. And then later in sort of my teen years, I got into the gym and then just really started to love the process of just training and sort of the, um, the grind of that. And I think the big jump for me to go into professional stuff was I got the opportunity to go to the States. And I got to be an assistant coach on in a basketball team over there, just touring around, playing um sort of junior colleges and colleges. And I just really loved that whole experience, um, just being in the gym every day. Yeah, awesome. And, yeah, I think I just got a real love for that. So when I got back to New Zealand, I knew that was really what I wanted to do. And um, so now in your in your first year with the Queens, yep. so you've got a basketball background, you've got a strength mm. and conditioning background, that, that, that's how that's come to be. Mm. How did you get connected with the Queens? Um, so another PT at the gym um, sort of connected me to Walter and um, Tanya and sort of got us the conversation rolling um, and then I ended up meeting up with them just to sort of have a discussion about how this might work and how it might look and everything and they were just 
amazing people and yeah the conversation went really well and we just decided to get started and I just feel really grateful for the opportunity you know. Oh that's great and and I guess the you know from you've been around the basketball scene mm. particularly in New Zealand the difference between this professional league Tauhi basketball mm. Aotearoa versus what you've maybe seen in the past yeah can you can you see the difference? Oh the level's super high you know yeah and like it's awesome to be a part of like some of the practices where it's just super high pace very competitive and the skill level is just so so high so yeah it's just a really exciting um, thing to be a part of and I can't wait for the season. And the team have been welcoming? Oh of course I yeah their runs are great yeah 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 <laughs> a bit you know grouchy in session sometimes but like everyone's been really nice. <laughs> oh that's awesome. Oh, that's that's great. Um, so, what about your coaching style? You know, and and I have to ask this. I I know what plyometrics are. <laughs> they had that around in my day. Yeah. Um, but hypertrophy. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tell us about that and how it benefits basketball in particular. Yeah, I think um, hypertrophy basically is just uh, attention, like increasing muscle mass or muscle fiber size. Um, and as you can imagine, like being able to build a body that can sustain sort of the physical demands of the game is a very important thing. So, you know, just being able to produce force, take contact, injury prevention stuff, all of that comes into sort of muscle building and muscle strengthening. And then, as you mentioned before, apply metrics. So just, you know, basically jumping, sprinting, all the, that sort of stuff. The lift. Now, would this, I guess when you look at basketball back in the 80s when I was playing, mm. 90s, so I'm, I'm being a blip unforgiving <laughs> on myself. Um, and but but you look at the professional leagues and you had long bean poles yeah. at playing basketball. So the height has always been there, but what's different now is that it, you know there's mass on yeah on, definitely. On this, but you you can't lose that. Um, explosiveness. No, 100%. And it needs to be a balance, right? Mm. You can't just be a bunch of bodybuilders on the court. You know, there needs to be a balance between, yeah, sort of like like lean mass would probably be the better word yeah. for it, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And does that, uh, do you see a difference between men and women basketball players in this space? Or is this something that's starting to be applied to, to the women's game as, as much as it has been probably with the men for a while? I think it definitely is starting to be implemented into the women's game because it's just it's played at such a high pace and like when we say that muscle building it doesn't necessarily mean like being super super strong but like being able to handle force and like absorb force so like if you're you know making a really hard cut or sprinting for long periods of time like if you don't have like the muscle mass or like muscle fiber to support that it's going to be really hard mm. and so I think it's important to sort of transition that and encourage that in the game as well yeah Oh, that's awesome. Uh, and I guess it is that you, you think about how quick you need to be. Oh, it's so fast, yeah. With, with When we talk about basketball, it's, it's almost got everything, doesn't it? Mm. You, you can have to be fast up and down speed. You yeah. also have to elevate. Yeah. And that change of direction paces. Yeah, definitely. And I think um, sort of like being able to like decelerate, like everyone can run really, really fast, but being able to sort of stop on a dime, make a change of direction, and like all of that comes back to like having the, the frame to support those half movements. Yeah, well, I guess that helps with the injuries, right? Yeah, definitely. Prevention of, of particularly for women, mm. the the knee is is, is such oh, a vulnerable place. Yeah, uh, definitely. We, we, we tend to blow out. Um, hey, look, Ensco Foods is a sponsor of Tokomanu Queens, mm. um, and we're super proud to have them on board. Um, how does nutrition fit into your role? Uh, there seems to be quite an alignment uh, with training and what you actually then putting into your body. And for for you, what role does beef and lamb play um, on building the strength? and conditioning of our um, female athletes? I think the biggest thing is that um, a lot of people probably underestimate how much protein they get in in a day. And I think it's a really important thing to, especially if you're going to be playing high-level sports, is that you need to recover, you need to be able to build muscle. And so things like beef and lamb are like excellent protein sources, like lean protein sources as well. So making that sort of a forefront of the nutrition 
um, is really, really important. And I think as well, sports can really differ from everyday nutrition because, you know, in Instagram and other things like that, you always see like low carb, low things Mm. to lose weight. But like, you know, all of these athletes are pushing their bodies really, really hard all the time. So they need that fuel to like keep them pushing. So when you're working in a team environment like mm. like the Tokomano Queens, do you line up with a with a dietitian or a nutritionist to understand what should be um, what we're providing? I guess the information to our athletes to line up with their strength and conditioning co- program, or you, you've got a pretty good understanding of it yourself. I think right like right now we don't, but I think moving forward that would be an awesome opportunity to be able to work with someone and get that um, that other opinion in. But um, basically right now we're just sort of working through. Um, making small changes into their everyday diet, what is easy for them, and then just sort of encouraging sort of like higher protein, slightly higher carbs, um, timings of meals and everything like that, just to keep them performing. Because, you know, their run's got a lot of stuff going on, but like to be able to prioritise that part is an important part of being an athlete, I think. It's really interesting you say that, um, you know, we probably underestimate how much protein we are getting and we think we eat an egg and we're all good for the day. Yeah, 100%. And it's about when you eat your protein as well, isn't it, as much as what you're eating. And I think there's just a lot of education to be had around that. There's just, you know, uh, people, you know, don't mean to undershoot it, they just don't really have the education about like maybe how much they should be having and what that actually looks like on a visual form. Do you think it's different for basketball players? Yeah. You talked about because of the demands of the game versus other athletes of, of how that mm. nutrition element with strength con- strength and conditioning yep. connect together? I think so as well. And like, especially being a part of the Tokomanawa Queens this year, like they train a lot. And so it's really um, important that they you know, look after themselves with the fuel. So like being able to have enough protein to, and sleep to recover well and then making sure that they're having enough carbs and um, things like that to perform well on the court and have enough energy. Um, if you sort of look at maybe like an everyday person or even other athlete sports, like that would differ a lot to um, how the basketball is played. So, yeah. Yeah, you talk about that. Um, it's a it's a very condensed season, but oh, it's high sprint. intensity. Yeah, very sprint, yeah. <laughs> like basketball. Yeah. Yeah, so we've got eight weeks of, of actual um, professional play, but the, the team's been training now for a month, seriously. Yeah. Do you see um, nutrition, how it ramps up and potentially changes through the season, or do you, do, you, do you look at sort of a consistent approach and model? I'd say the... Like, if we're talking in a team spec, I think it's sort of broadly, like, slightly higher carb and, like, higher protein would be, like, sort of a base level. But for each individual person, like, their nutritional needs will change and people have dietary requirements or just, you know, what might work for me might not work work for you. And so, like, just being able to sit down with the athletes individually and sort of figure out a plan about what works for them and then how we can get them performing as well as possible. I know, I love I love that, that we've got people like you surrounded mm. our female athletes and our, our basketball players now because you're absolutely right. You know, what, what works for some might not work for others yeah. and, and I guess that load and the, and, and the, the nutritional mm. input is, is quite different when you're looking at the different shapes and sizes of oh, our massively. athletes. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, you know, we had a workout yesterday and Cece who's like 5'2", <laughs> and then we had Maya who's like 6'5", you know, so it's completely different with that sort of stuff, yeah. <laughs> what, what they're both putting into them. hundred <laughs> percent, yeah. Um, what about from a um, strength and conditioning point of view? Um, mm. How do you tailor a program from pre-season and then to sustain the load of the season mm. as you as you sort of taper out to the other side? I think the this month sort of in prep has been sort of a lot about like just trying to increase their strength and maybe explosiveness as much as possible. But then once that season hits, like like you said, it's a sprint. It's a really really quick season. So just 
taking everything back to sort of a maintenance level and just sort of like fine tuning things so that like they're still working really really hard but like enough that they can still perform well in these games and I think it's important to remember that like in my role like I get really excited about the gym and how they perform, but they're not here for the gym, they're here for the court, so yeah. Well, can you can you um, bust this myth for me? I used to argue with my coach all the time mm. I didn't want to lift upper body weights in season because it would mess with my shot. Is that true? I'm going to have to disagree with you slightly, <laughs> slightly. I see your point, but slight disagreement, yeah. Happy to do legs, happy to do yeah, abs, yeah, yeah. just leave the arms up. <laughs> mess up the touch. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It didn't take much to mess it up. Um, <laughs> hey, so healthy is a big word, and mm. it, it, as you say, it means a lot to different people, and it, and you did mention also before the Instagram kind of mm. uh, uh, environment that, that we're all just exposed to and just get hammered with um, yeah. with messages. What do you, if you're talking to your, the athletes and, and our players, what is good health about and how do you apply it to, to the players? What's your advice to them? I think, first and foremost, I think balance is important because going too hard in any direction is probably not a good thing. And like even if objectively like training really, really hard is a good thing, if you do it too much, it takes away from your performance. And um, I think what being, like you said, what being healthy is means different things to different people. So finding out what that means to you, but also understanding that a balance of things creates health, not just like an extreme in one direction. So if you are not a professional women's basketball player playing for the Tokumano Queens, what would what advice would you give to someone, just our, our regular people that understand you know, what mm. is healthy? Mm. Um, we probably know what we shouldn't be doing, um, but know that they've got some bad ha- some habits that they would break. And what's the first step that you would give someone, and probably in your PT role, mm. you see lots of people coming through with that same, mm. um, I'm stuck. Uh, what, what do you say to, to those people? I would say just start and mm. don't be afraid to make mistakes. Like, they're going to happen and it's okay. Like, I feel like the gym is one of the best places to make mistakes because you can, you know, there's there's not a whole lot of pressure there. You know, it's just sort of self-improvement. But I think just starting is important. Like, there's no, well, again, like, what might be optimal for me might not be optimal for you or anyone else. So just try, start, and figure out what works for you. And what advice would you give us other aspiring athletes mm. who are listening today? So our, our, our young queens who are out there listening um, or other athletes from other codes, what advice would you give them when you're thinking about that holistic approach to their sport? I think I think when it comes to athletes, especially younger ones, is just like, put the work in. And it, no matter how minuscule or like how bad that training might feel, those little 1% improvements every day really stack up. And so, like, there's always going to be things to improve upon. There's always going to be things to fine-tune. So just sort of, like, finding a real passion for the work of it and then just, again, stacking up those little 1% wins. Yeah, and I, I love the word balance, and um, and a lot of people talk about it a lot now, particularly when you're balancing your physical well-being, health and your mental well-being. It's such massive, a, a, yeah. such a critical, probably, and you're, you're a lot younger than me, but certainly in our day, we, we often didn't talk about yeah. the those two relationships. I think they're interlinked a lot too. You know, it's very hard to be super physically fit if you're really mentally bogged down. And then if you're sort of like quite sick, it's quite hard to be super positive. So I think they play a role in each other as well. So. Yeah. Okay. So what? one question at the end of this uh, um, little chat and session. Uh, Favourite recipe? Beef or lamb? Ooh. Yeah. Give us your favourite. I did make a nice roast lamb last Ooh. week, which was quite good. Very oh, yeah. classic. Crispy on the outside? Crispy on the outside, yeah. you know, a little gravy. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. Um, How long in the oven? 
oh, I did about like an hour and a half and then let it rest for a little bit. It was quite, I like it rare though, you know, yep. like quite pink yes. in the middle. Yeah, so. I'm with you on that one. Yeah. Yep. But yep. if I had to go beef, um, probably like a short rib, like braised short rib. Yep. Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> Mint sauce or, or? On the lamb? Yeah. I went for like a um, like a lemon yogurt garlic. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. a little different. Oh, garlic, yeah, no, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> garlic and rosemary, that would be me. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, it's been great to talk to you. Um, but finally, we have, and this is the fun part, we're going to end with some buzzer beater questions. I'm going to ask you a few questions, and you're going to give me the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Morning person or night person? Oh, definitely morning. I know. Every single trainer definitely is morning. a morning person. It has to be. Um, calves or biceps? Probably calves. We'll mm, go calves. Every strength and conditioning coach I know. Yeah. Massive calves. Oh, yeah. 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 What's your favourite hobby that's not sport? Oh, that's tough. Probably reading. We'll go reading. I like to read a lot. That, yeah. that rendered me speechless. Yeah? Yeah. I don't look like a reader. <laughs> <laughs> that's really unfair. I was uh, I was thinking all kinds of other, maybe yeah. surfing or snow sport. Or, yeah, anyway. Yeah. That's, uh, I love that. I love that. Um, hey, steak well done. Medium or rare, you've answered Oh, that. rare for yeah. sure, yeah. Rare. I'm more of a medium rare, but on the rare side? Yeah, nah, definitely rare. Have you got a nickname yet on the team? I do not. Oh, come on. I'm, I'm fearing the day that it happens, <laughs> but I don't have one yet. Do I need to ring up one of the girls? Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I bet they have a nickname Yeah, and I just don't know about it yet, yeah, probably. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, hey, you're off to a barbecue. What meat do you take? Lamb chops. Oh, okay. I love chops, yeah. And last question, what's the best piece of life advice someone gave you? Oh, it's important to draw wisdom from many different places. To draw from one makes it become stagnant and stale. That's from a TV show when I was a kid. It was awesome. Wow. Yeah. Like Paw Patrol or what? Nah, Avatar <laughs> The Last Airbender. <laughs> you were a kid when Avatar came out. I know. <laughs> yeah. No, that's... <laughs> no, well, it's been amazing talking to you, Jordan. Thank, Thank you, you so much, much for having uh, coming along. Thank you so much for uh, joining us today. I really appreciate, appreciate it. it. Thank you. Well, we've made it to the finish line of our third podcast of Nutrition Mission with Ansco Foods, Season 2, Beef, Lamb and Basketball. Thanks, Jordan, for joining us and thank you for tuning in. If you've enjoyed this podcast and want to find out more, head to anscofoods.com forward slash queens for more insights and news. It's time for me to bounce. Until next time. <laughs>